Hello, everyone, and welcome to Red Panda Tales, a podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Pandemonium, and we are going to talk about red panda conservation today. What are they? Where do they eat? Where do they live? And what are they related to? This week, we will be talking about the red panda, a small mammal native to the eastern Himalayas, best known for eating bamboo and being remarkably cute. These small cat-sized creatures are very popular. Despite the panda in their name, they are actually more closely related to raccoons and weasels than the giant panda. To tell us more about why these creatures are so important, we'll have Dr. Jane Doe, a field biologist researching red pandas in the highest mountains of Bhutan. Dr. Jane Doe, tell us more about the value of red pandas and the threats they face today. Red pandas have several unique features that make them fascinating to research. For instance, they are considered living fossils because they are the only living member of their evolutionary family. Being living fossils means that they have seen the Earth through more geographic transitions than most other animals. More recently, scientists have discovered that red pandas are actually two different species, the Himalayan red panda and the Chinese red panda. Red pandas also play a significant role in their ecosystem. They function as seed dispersers and prey on bird eggs to a small degree. Red pandas also hold cultural value in Bhutan, where some believe them to be the spiritual reincarnations of Buddhist monks. They are also known as an ambassador species. This means this charismatic-natured creature is very useful in conservation marketing. They're so cute. They are the absolute cutest, aren't they? Dr. Bamboo, could you tell us a little bit more about the threats that face these adorable balls of fluff? Unfortunately, red pandas face many of the same issues as other critically endangered species. Their biggest threats are habitat fragmentation and logging, as well as illegal poaching and accidental trapping. Of these, the most significant cause of panda decline is habitat loss. The forests red pandas call home are frequently cleared to make room for fields used in livestock grazing and other regional developments. Likewise, the poaching of red pandas is an economic opportunity poor communities in the Himalayas resort to in harsh economic times. Through conservation management and education efforts, the scientific community hopes to decrease the rate of poaching and habitat loss. These approaches are feasible due to the overwhelming support from local governments in places such as Nepal and Bhutan. Thank you for those fascinating facts, Dr. Bamboo. To continue, we'll have Dr. Alurus Fulgens Fulgens tell our listeners about conservation actions the scientific community is taking to save the species and what we can do at home to help in their conservation. Hi, Dr. Monium. I would just like to start out by saying how happy I am to be on your show. Red pandas are some of the most unique and gentle creatures on Earth, and conserving them is only possible with the help of people like those who listen to this show. To all of your listeners, thank you for being here, and please spread the word. So far, we've worked on strategies like breeding programs, medical treatment, and protected areas. There's something here that I'll focus on that's a little different, but still so important. So, first of all, red pandas, as we have noted, are incredibly charismatic. Species such as these, fluffy, cute, are so important because they get people to care about conservation. It's sad but true, not many people care about animals like worms that don't have the fluffy ears. This means that we can use red panda conservation to save other species in the area that might not get enough attention otherwise. We can encourage immunization against canine distemper by setting up vaccine clinics in areas where they might not be available. For our listeners, canine distemper is a disease often spread by domestic dogs to critters like red pandas. It's very dangerous and often fatal, so we're looking for a way to immunize red pandas against this disease. 
Right. Thanks, Dr. Monium. Now, you might not think that there's a lot that you can do from here in the U.S., but there are ways you can help. For example, try sourcing responsible timber to support sustainable logging practices. Thank you to all of our experts for teaching us the intricate issues and importance of the Red Panda. I, for one, am going to buy five sustainably made Red Panda plushies when I get home. This has been Red Panda Tales. Thank you all for tuning in to this first and last episode.